I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. I'm your host, Tanya Sam, and today's guest is the Hollywood blogger, author, and brilliant mind behind the popular site Confessions of a Serial Dater in L.A., She has parlayed that to becoming a renowned dating expert, and I'm so excited to have her back on the podcast today. Monique Kelly, welcome back to the podcast. So glad to be here. How are you? I'm excellent. Love, love, love this segment. Love coming you back. You are now family. Talking about one of the things that I think is really the backbone to a lot of our thoughts, our girl chats, etc. Money, dating, and finances. Yes. I mean, you, it's the root of everything. Good, evil, love, everything, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, and you know what? It touches on to all these aspects of our lives. And today I want to talk about, um, you know, I stumbled across a lot of scientific research and it was talking about seven money personality types. And I was really fascinated, you know, these psychologists had sort of pulled together seven money personality types. And I want your take on how this impacts on dating. So if you allow me to read off these seven personality types really quickly, and then we're just going to sort of dive into, you know, the red flags or the green flags or things that we need to be aware of about as we go into our relationships and dating. So here we go. Are you ready? Okay. 
I am ready. Yes. I know you know these. You know these. So I'll just read them off for our listeners right now. So number one, the compulsive saver. Mm, You know, just always saving. Um, Saves money is sort of like a source of security. The compulsive saver. The second one is the compulsive spender. I mean, this person is buying everything from Birkins to Chanel to watches. Like, it's it's both (laughs) sides, guys. There's two sides of the coin here. Um, And then we have the compulsive moneymaker. This is the person that is constantly driven to just earn, earn, earn. They might be super focused on it. They're perhaps a workaholic, but everything they need is built around this financial success and security. And I think there's pros and cons there. Um, The other piece is indifferent to money. This person tends to be financial well off, but they just don't have to think about it. So those are the top four. I'm going to go back. um, And if we have time, we'll touch on the last three at the end, which is this saver splurger, the gambler or the worrier. But let's start in with this compulsive saver. Yeah, the compulsive saver. It's interesting because it's a double entendre, right? Mm -hmm. Because saving is a beautiful thing. You want to save. You, You don't want to be living paycheck to paycheck. And I think for a lot of times, people who grew up, maybe didn't have a lot of money, maybe was struggling, or maybe for some people who were struggling a few years ago, and they finally have gotten their stride, Mm -hmm, they're making mm -hmm. their money. And there's always this fear. We always have this fear of like, I never want to be broke again. I don't want to be there again. There's, it's almost like you're living in fear. So with the compulsive saver, a lot of times when it comes in relation to dating, what happens is you're so busy saving money that you're not enjoying life. Your partner might want to go on a trip and you're thinking about what's going to happen in the next 20 years. You have the money, but you're always living in a state of being worried. There's a difference between being frugal and being smart and being cheap. So you want to make sure you're aware of that and make sure that your partner, you know, you have a partner that understands that you're a saver, but you also understand how to enjoy life as you're dating and in a relationship with someone. And this is really about making the right relationship match because I have, I've seen this play out in a lot of relationships where, you know, and it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. It's like you said, it's a double-edged sword. This person is saving They're responsible, but the responsibility of it is, it feels like it's endless. Right. Um, and they're, they're also the type of person that's going to be like, listen, you spent $4 and 19 cents twice at Starbucks, blah, blah, blah. And so the onus on the partner is like, okay, you're literally clocking my Starbucks spend you know, you've given me a budget, we've agreed on it, but you, you might be micromanaging that budget. Um, and you said it so well, because you don't want to be in a situation where you're in a relationship and you're scared and you are, you are handling your business. Okay. And you're, you don't want to bring in a bag from Nordstrom's or from Neiman Marcus because your partner's like, what did you buy there? What did you do with that? Why would you spend any money on this? And where your partner feels judged, there's nothing worse. And we've heard it before with some people, Oh, you're so bougie. You know, you want Chanel, you want this, you Mm -hmm. want that where you downplay someone because they like nice things because you are being a compulsive saver and you're making your partner feel judged for yes. liking the things that they like. We, we don't want that. So it's funny because that makes me think about, you know, on Instagram, you always see those videos that people do where they're like hiding their Amazon packages or hiding their stuff under their bed. And I'm like, but that is the thing. And, and it's funny. We look at it as a joke, but in a perfect world, you want to be able to be open and honest and have these conversations with someone and know that you are not, you know, doing wrong in your, in your, in your partner's eyes. Now that takes me to the compulsive spender, 
right? Yeah, okay. The person who is the compulsive spender who is making maybe those, it's on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're making irrational and unnecessary purchases or, you know, really can't rein in their spending. We see that so much because the compulsive spender, especially in dating, that can be very tricky and can lead to a lot of deception. Um, You saw the Tinder swindler, right? Oh, I did. I did. Okay. Okay. So, you know, with a lot of, you want to be careful with dating that you don't fall for a facade. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I live in Los Angeles. There are so many people out here driving Range Rovers, Porsches, can barely make their car note. They are struggling, Uh. but they're being a compulsive spender. And it's hard with social media because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're trying to present Mm -hmm. this of who you are, what you want. And this happens a lot. We talked before about prenups and about moving in together. This happens a lot with sometimes athletes. You know, you get your contract, you run through that money like it's going to be forever. And then you look up later on down the line, you hear these stories, how they are Baroque. I will not name yep. names, but we have heard about the $80 million former NFL player who is Of course. Broke. Okay. So when it comes to dating, I tell women to make sure you are playing, not just paying, playing attention. So when I say playing attention, that means you notice things and you operate accordingly. You, you do your mental Rolodex. Okay. This person's spending a lot. Of, yes. Mm. This is sometimes where you're out on a date with someone and you notice little things like this. And people are like, well, they're saving. Do they always pay on, for dates with a large amount of cash? You've never seen a debit card. You've never seen a credit card. That's oh. something to pay attention to. Yes, it's great to not always use a credit card, but you have to see it's everything's always being purchased with cash. You're spending a whole lot of money. You know, there, there might be child support issues where you know they haven't paid their child support, but they <gasps> walking around with a Porsche. So you, it's, it's a bigger conversation when it comes to the compulsive spender. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's just, you got to pay attention, pay attention, yes, pay attention. All yes. right. Let's talk about the compulsive moneymaker. I think this is really interesting too. This is, you know, the eternal, like money is better. Money does make our world better. And like everything about it, this is the top priority, right? It's wealth and making money. This is the, this might be the person that's like, yeah, I can't really settle down with you until I'm a billionaire or I'm till this or I'm till that. This is the compulsive moneymaker. Let's talk about this in dating. Girl, you better preach on that because with the compulsive moneymaker, it's nice because when you're dating them, they're making money and let's, let's not front. Okay. Women, we, we love being courted. We love, you know, being lavish. Mm-hmm. It's nice dating the compulsive moneymaker, especially in the beginning. You go into the good restaurants. Yeah. You, you live in there. They might be even buying you a Chanel bag. You just live in life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. when you get deep down into it, this is also the person that lots of times they're so busy working that you rarely get to have great quality time with each other because they're so busy making their money. You're out and they're on their phone most of the time when mm-hmm. you're on the date. They're texting. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're multitasking. You're talking on the phone. They're talking to other people. They're the people where they don't stop. So a lot of times in the relationship, you often feel lonely. And it's an interesting dichotomy because... You could be in a relationship with someone like this. And I always tell women, don't ever get on a man about making his coins. You know, he's making his coins. You know, he, especially a black man, you That's want your right. man to make some money. It's already hard That's enough in right. this world. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's a hard balance because even like doctors, a lot of times when you're married or dating a doctor, they have these crazy hours and you, you end up sometimes be 
ultimately becoming a single mom That's because they're right. working so much and things like that. So when you do have a compulsive money maker, no, there's some with that lifestyle, there does come a price. Okay. And just understand lots of times you might go to events by yourself because they're busy working. They might have their phone out the whole time. And it's just something that you have to get used to. If it gets out of hand, you have those conversations. But with that compulsive money maker, there does come a certain adjustment to the lifestyle and how you your annoyance level at times. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, and and again, like this is a great conversation because we're talking about these sort of personality types and as it relates to dating, how people look at money. And I think these are again conversations we never had. I didn't I didn't sit you back, know. you know, with my girlfriends or my partners or this and and look at like archetypes of how I, people look at money, much less talking about money. So I think these are yeah. it's so interesting to put them out there now. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. All right, let's go on to the next one, the indifferent to money. This is 
Also a really tricky one. A couple of the points on this where it tends to be financially well off, they may or may not be, they just maybe maybe not had to think about money in ways that maybe most of us had, or they also feel like money should not influence important decisions in life. I know people like this. I absolutely mm -hmm. do, right? Beautiful people, but they, you know, they're like, I just, I don't need a lot of money. Money should not govern how I make decisions. Dating them is tough. I've had friends who date these people. You know, it's interesting because there's, there is a beauty to have being with someone who's indifferent to money where they understand they can take it or leave it, but they have it, which is great. They look at hopefully the, the good side of this. They look at mm -hmm. life more as experiences where it's not like money rules everything around them. They tend to have a good balance. So unlike the compulsive moneymaker who's so driven, constantly working, constantly on their phone, the one who's usually indifferent to money is usually the one who's present in the moment. But at the same time, when you're with someone who's indifferent to money, let's say, because there's nothing wrong with being someone who likes nice things, who likes yeah. designer things, who likes, mm -hmm. there's, we got to take that prototype that if you, if that's who you are, there's something wrong with it. There ain't nothing yep. wrong with that. So sometimes when you're with someone who's indifferent to money, they're like, well, why does it matter? Why do you need to have a label? Why do you need to go to this place? You can go yes. get it at the same price at this place. And it's, and they don't understand like, you might not, it's not that you're looking down on a Ross, but you might not like to have to pick through things to find something. You might like to go to the Neiman Marcus where everything is just kind of presented. It's easy to pick out or go to boutiques. And when you're with someone who's indifferent to money, sometimes similar to the compulsive <sighs> saver, yes. they can kind of sometimes make you feel a certain kind of way. There's these different the judgments and nuances to it. Yes. You know, and, and that's the thing, they might make you feel bad for it. And so it's 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 this fine line of being indifferent to money. But the other side of this is like, they, they might only need a modest amount to make them happy. So again, they're like, I don't care what I wear, right? I can right, wear right. every day, but you <laughs> want something different, you know? So having these conversations. But the other thing is, this person also could be the type of person that's like, I don't really need money. You can have the money. I'll depend on you to do the work. And the money just goes, right? Yes. But, it, you know, they're like, oh, I didn't realize I was spending, you know, okay. And so being able to have these conversations about accountability and being able to match and, and really find a place where you're on each other's level. And I also think it's key that there has, there can't be a lot of judgment. Okay. Cause lots of times you're going to be with someone who might not be, have the same type of money mentality as you and making sure with all, with all things in dating, that there's not a level of judgment and where you're not making someone feel a certain kind of way because they are a, a, a saver splurger or they are mm -hmm. a compulsive money maker or a compulsive uh, saver where you look at the different dynamics, kind of like where you learn each other's love languages. So you learn how to communicate with each other look at yeah. these different money spending archetypes and learn how to communicate with their that person in their language and vice versa yeah yep. you know and this is what's it's it's so funny as i'm starting to learn you know we're going into financial wellness but also there's a psychology behind it that i think yes it has taught me so much more and you know again at the, at the end of the day I really want us to remove the barriers to having healthy conversations around talking about money and our finances so that at the end we have peace with it because money is a vehicle, financial wealth and generational wealth are a vehicle for us all to live this beautiful, authentic life. And when we strip 
away the barriers and the inabilities to talk about these things. I think we all, I mean, now I'm getting into like this wishy-washy stuff, but um, oh, I love wishy-washy guys. It's no, not, it's, 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 it is really it's real. about how we can have this abundant and authentic life. Right? Um, right. And make connections with the people in our lives that will help us to find all these things. So, you know, look into the psychology of money. Look into also if you see yourself as being one of these personality types, do a little bit of work to be like, why am I like this? Is it because mm -hmm. maybe I grew up in a family where I didn't have to think about money? Um, and because these are also things that we're going to pass on to our kids, right? So the mm -hmm. more and more intuitive that we are in terms of like the whys and where these things come from, the better I think people we become as well. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more because again, everything usually stems from childhood, yeah. especially with dating past dating experiences where some people might have felt used or some people mm -hmm. had a lot of money and lost it or some people feel like someone's trying to be on a come up or someone's trying to impress someone and they're not being who they authentically are. All that comes into dating and especially when it comes to money. So it's something yes. you do have to pay attention to. I love this, Monique. This was incredible. I love having you on the podcast. I love talking about all the fun and nitty gritty parts of dating, personality, money, finances. But please tell our audience where they can find you. And if you guys have more questions, if you have some real life scenarios that you want us to address, please let us know. You can find me on Instagram at It's Tanya Time. Follow us on Greenwood. And Monique, please tell our audience where they can find you on social media. On Instagram, I am at Cocktails and Confessions. My novel, Reality and Chaos, is available at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And of course, you can always go to my website, ConfessionsofASerialDaterInLA.com. Oh, Monique, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, and your insight. Um, Money Movers, that's all the time we have for today. But make sure to follow Monique on all her social media handles. And if we've helped you make your money move, please make sure to let us know by sending us a like, sharing the knowledge, and or leaving us a review on your podcast site. Make sure to tune in Monday through Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.